Hello, everyone, and welcome to Utterly Useless. Jeepers, mister. I was going for innocence. Why Why do I not remember that? I, I know the voice. What is it? Uh, anyone? Anyone? Jeepers, no, not mister. Oh, it's that's from, oh, Hercules. Hercules. Yeah, yep. I got it. It's from Hercules. All right. That was a good one. I like I like that guy. That's um, Pain and Panic. Yeah, Pain and Panic. But the voice is done from that guy from Police Academy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the guy that's like, I can't even do it. Beautiful intro there, Taylor. <laughs> Let's start off with our card of the week. I'll start it off. So my card is twofold. I have two cards, and but they're the same card. I got Scaredy Pants card this week. So two places. I'll quickly tell you where. I went to this flying place where you go into a little wind tunnel. And I am scared of heights, oddly. And when you look down, I know, Brett, you were there, mm-hmm. but... Taylor, to give you a picture of what happened, there's like this mesh. It's not even like rope or anything like that. It's just a mesh thing that you look straight down. And obviously, the air is blowing back up at you, but it's about two story drop from there. Like, so it's like already I'm two stories up, even though I'm on top of this mesh thing. But then they do the high, like, oh, you wanted to go even higher than just floating five feet above it? And I was like, sure. This guy did not tell me we were going to go higher that time. Like, he didn't mention it to me or oh. anything. And then we just went up and then you kind of disappeared into like a kind of like a smokestack. You're not visible by the viewers. And I was for the first time in my life, I finally understand people laughing hysterically when they're scared because I was laughing hysterically. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Second instance was a um, a water park called Calabunga Bay. Mm-hmm. And no, Spencer. And they have a rickety, rickety places you climb up to get to the to the slide. And those are so rickety that I was paralyzed with fear. But because my two kids were there, I just kept on persevering. But I was like, I hate every second of this because at any moment, this thing could just fall apart and we're all going to die. Then wow. I had to start preparing. Who am I going to try to save, myself or my kids? Shouldn't so- it always be your kids? Yes, <laughs> it should be. But then I was like, but we're all falling, so aren't we all going to die? <laughs> How can I help them? So that was my scaredy pants uh, card of the week. All right. I think mine's just a losing life card. So this sounds sad already. <laughs> Let's get out Sarah McLaughlin here. No, I think it's just, it's, it's car repairs. We've, we've been in the midst of repairing my car for weeks now. Basically, the guy who's repairing my car texted me and said, hey, your car needs this particular part, but it needs to be paid for before you order it. And we have no clue when it will actually get here. So, yeah, that that's just losing life. <laughs> but he's not like a, a prince of Nigeria, is he? Like asking for money in advance? No, no. <laughs> he, he went over the part. It's... Um, yeah, I've gone to him before for my my car, and yeah, sad. There's nothing more fun than putting thousands of dollars into your car. I know, it always feels like a losing moment in life. Yeah, so that's me. All right, what about you, Brett? So, well, I don't have a card. I have a Boy Scout badge Ooh. of heroism, and and it 
it's kind of twofold. Similarly to what you're going through, Taylor, with your car, I too have a car that is in a shop. And right now, as of this moment, I only owe $600 because most of it could be, asterisk could be covered by the car's um, warranty. However, they won't know for certain until they can get below the, the floorboards or whatever and find out if this part was uh, repaired by the previous owner, which the previous owner is a rental car shop, which they have done some nefarious things in my car, which has cost me money because, it, which has voided so much of warranty already. And second, but I, I don't know if or when that's going to cost me because right now that part even though it is a Hyundai part and it is, I sent it to the Hyundai dealership, not a sponsor. <laughs> they don't know when that part will be available because they can't find it in any warehouse right now. It is a standard Hyundai part and they can't find the part anywhere. So I have a, this looming cloud of doom where I could be paying for this part should the rental car company have done something to my car that I didn't know about because there, it was a clean bill, but apparently it wasn't because there's damage, which has voided warranties. So I have that looming over my head this whole week. I've been getting ready for school or whatever. I I've basically been awake and then asleep. That's all I've been doing this week, awake, working on getting ready for school. I'm still not ready for school. So I have the boy scout badge of heroism because I've not cried. <laughs> nice. I was wondering where heroism was coming in. I was like, this doesn't sound like heroism. I, I, will, I will award you that award because, yeah, I don't, I want to cry too because <laughs> cars are wow, dumb and COVID is also dumb. Like, are we, yeah, we just need to be done with COVID, please. Yeah. Well, COVID is helping a little bit. You don't have to use your car as much. That's true. Now it's time for Spin the Wheel. In the wheel. And this one's off to Taylor first. Taylor, could you do it? Okay. So could you guys take the ring of power to Mount Doom and actually throw it into the fire? Or would it consume you and you would... Or just, would you die from... Yeah, or would you just die in the journey? My trip would be just a casual breeze. <laughs> and so you're it, saying it's lollipops and, and it, gumdrops and it, it, all it would, that. It would take the same amount of time. I, there, it would be done to the montage from the Karate Kid fight music. And you're the best around. Exactly. <laughs> and in that three minute time of a montage of me just walking up a hill, I would just drop it in and then turn around and walk away. There would be no secondary or third ending like Return of the Kings, which I hate to this. I still refuse the multiple to, endings. I still refuse to yes. wa watch uh, Return of the Kings because it just I hate it. I, I remember as if it happened yesterday and it didn't. It happened like like 14 years ago. And I remember that moment as if clearly as if it happened yesterday. Yes, I hate that. Hit that moment too, especially because you're like, "All oh, right, we're gonna get out." I was in the theater. I was like, "Okay, we're gonna go to the bathroom now" because this has been a long journey. Nope, 
sucked back in for ending number two. Well, not only that, but I mean, you know, this was, you know, back in the day when they had gigantic theaters where everybody was crammed in like sardines. And so the theater was like 10 degrees hotter. Mm -hmm. And I believe it came out in November. I can't recall. So, I mean, it should have been nice and cool, but I was like sweating my butt off while holding like a, a large drink of soda back, trying to wait for the second or 17th ending to happen. So basically you're going to die. <laughs> no, what it sounds like is basically like he's going to be he's, he's going to be Red Riding Hood. La 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 la. With swinging around with with his basket, and then all of a sudden, just an arrow comes and hits him in the side of the head, and he's gone. <laughs> no, it hits him in the leg. He's ah, uh-huh. and then he gets in the, uh-huh. the other like ah ah. No, I mean <laughs> the, the the song. I'm the best around. No one in the world can keep me down. No, 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 no. That song. Make, makes me invulnerable and I just kind of I don't even like th- throw it in there I just take it and I flick it like a coin into a wishing well I'd be like bye ring so what you're saying is you're impervious to the rings like put me on come on just a little bit put your finger in me come on <laughs> yes yes I am <laughs> No comment. <laughs> okay. I don't right, know. Chair. I think I would, I would, I'm admitting I would have a hard time not putting the ring on at least once because I'd be like, because at that time when you, when Frodo got it, I mean, he didn't really know what they could do. So I'd be like, well, what does this do? And then I'd, so I'd put it on once. And once I start realizing bad crap starts happening, I'd be like, okay, never mind. Undo, 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 undo. Um, control Z, control Z. But like, I would, if I could have my posse with me, you know, the fellowship, I would, yeah, you know, excluding what Sam, well, he helps. Yeah, I guess. Well, Sam's going to be following you the entire way. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, Frodo was the weak link in that, but yeah, I think I could do it. I could go there. It's just whether or not the ring gets me in trouble so much to the point where, you know, I'm found and killed beforehand. That I don't know. But I would give it a try with a <laughs> smile on my face. Be like, let's do this. We're going on an adventure. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm doing the life hack. I know everyone who's like true Lord of the Rings like fans. Like, oh, you can't take the eagles. Uh, Yeah, you can. But the it's thing- over the veil. Like, go go over over the darkness of night. I mean, when Sam and Frodo were crossing that big huge rock place to get to the mm-hmm. to there the eyes practically on them and he didn't see them so i don't think it's going to see an eagle in the middle of the night just go and then drop yeah it's kind of like just a traditional eye you can only see and what's then in front after of it. after i've dropped it i'm going past the tower and i'm flipping off sauron <laughs> like that's right it was me pew, 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 pew. wow i completely forgot the ending is Sauron, like, is his tower still standing? So it goes in, and then he realizes it's over, and then the tower, like, crashes, and oh. his eye goes like, oh. <laughs> Why live? So, yes, there's time enough to drop that ring in there, flip him off, and then ride off into <laughs> the sunset. See, my only thing about that, though, is I just... I mean, I agree with the Eagles 100%, but Gandalf, I think, is the only one that really can do that. So you're up to Gandalf's knowledge. 
Which, Gandalf can come with me. I know, we but can both flip he off needs Sauron to be the together. he needs to be the one that comes up with the idea because you don't know about it at this point. You've never traveled outside the Shire. Well, how come at that big meeting, no one's like, "Are there any other alternatives?" <laughs> Everyone's just like, "No, I'll take it. No, I'll take it." The no, elves I'll are like, it. "Of all our infinite wisdom, and this then is Gandalf's how we're doing just it." And they're like, "Hmm, I think we should put it." We this, should give it to Frodo. <laughs> well, you didn't see this, but behind the scenes, they're playing God mode. This is the much more difficult version of this. <laughs> oh, okay. They, if they were going to play a beginner or intermediate, it could have been the eagle. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I believe that's, that. That's a good point, though, that meeting. All the <laughs> people there that are supposed to be like Middle Earth's like, smartest people, most wisdom, and yet... That's the solution they come up with. See, yeah, they have that. And then they also have that undead. Wow, I'm just realizing like all these things. Yeah. They could have thought of like that big undead army that they used in Uh Return of the King to take back Minas Tirith or whatever it's called. Like, shouldn't that be option one? You have an undead army that literally cannot be killed. And all you have to do is reforge a sword. And I think they all knew besides Aragorn. I don't remember at what point, but I think everybody else knew he was destined to be king. Yeah, and Elrond knew about it. I mean, he's the one that's like, hey, go go, go get these guys. (laughs) They're going to be really helpful on your journey. (laughs) Anyways, we could just sit here and talk Lord of the Rings for the whole day. If I really could, I would. (laughs) Yes. But I think I could. I could do it. I might die, but I could do it. So we have a montage drop, eagle drop. Three minutes. You're going hardcore mode and yeah. you're, you're going the full journey there. Okay. Exactly. Sweet. And it's Brett's turn. Desert Island. So would you rather have on a desert island a box of flare guns that are immensely soaked and may not work? Or a solar power TV with 10 seasons of your favorite show. Okay, I like this. So mm. 10 flare shots, 10 chances possibly, depending possibly, on if they But they're work. soaked, but yeah. you're not sure they would. So you either have that or you have this solar power TV with, with 10 seasons of like your favorite show. So if, you know, if you're an office person, you could have, you know, however many seasons of the office and, you know, whatever. So wait, if is it ten seasons? So if there's like a TV show that has three seasons, I can get seven seasons. Well, I of mean, if, show. If, if, if you'd like, what you could do is you could just take you know like some of the best Simpsons seasons and just be like, hey, is it season three, four, five, six, and then these ones or something like that. Better off Ted. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So a total of ten seasons yes. of shows. Uh-huh. I'm I'm gonna take the solar powered. TV. I'm going to as well <laughs> because I want something to do and there's other options. There's fire I could probably start. I don't know how good I am at with. I'm you sure know. you can rig up something with that solar power. and Yeah. I'll just, yeah. But yeah, the reason why is I'm taking the three seasons of Happy Endings and the seven seasons of The League. <laughs> I don't know what I'd bring because I've burned through a lot of my shows. I've watched them like five or six times, like Suits and White Collar. I can't recall what I'd take. I'd probably take, does this count as one season? Uh, Band of Brothers? Yeah. That okay, be one. T- that'd, be, that'd be one. Okay, so you got nine seasons <laughs> Nine seasons to go. I'd, I'd take a couple of seasons of The Simpsons. 
Do you want to be worse though than this? I feel like getting a satellite satellite TV, mm-hmm. uh, or just satellite TV. Get yeah. satellite TV with this, so you're watching the world develop on a TV where you have no access, and you can probably even see the like the coverage of you. Like I'm over here, you fools, and they're like, we can't find him. We've been looking in this quadrant. Like I'm nowhere. I think I'm nowhere near that. It'd be kind of funny though. That would be kind of interesting, but then there's the other p- side of that where you're watching the world develop and you're like, you know what? Um, I'm going to take down this like little pile of like emergency stuff. I'm going to let the world burn. I, I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what else I'd pick from off the top of my head. All but- right. So you get one season of Band of Brothers. And I said some seasons of The Simpsons. Come on. You got to be specific. <laughs> So I think he gets the three worst seasons of this. So the most recent ones. Okay. (laughs) Wow. You could have had 10 flares and you pick that. Nope. You you want me to pick a show? I can pick a show. I just have to look up on my list on IMDb. The first five seasons of Community. (laughs) Oh, there you go. There you go. I like them. I'll take a couple seasons of MASH as well. Community, Simpsons, Band of Brothers. Oh, Oh my gosh, I am dumb. I would bring also some of the better episodes of Supernatural. I love me some Supernatural. So now you're just down to episodes? Or sorry, seasons. Seasons. Okay. I'd okay. take probably seasons two or three to eight. Is that satisfactory for you? Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right, we'll move on. Now it's my turn. All right. Kill Mary Kiss. Yes. Aren't you happy? So, Kill Mary Kiss, Hitler, Mussolini, and Stalin. Whoa, Go. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeez, you're throwing down the heat on the first Kiss Mary Kill? Yep. Oh, wow. So, who would you kill? How did you come up with that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. A little bird told me. Oh, I am appalled. Okay, so let's dive into this one. All right, I'm going to go with. <laughs> that turned around quickly. <laughs> Kiss Mary Kills. I think I'm going to kill Stalin just because he killed the most amount of people. Wasn't his like kill tally like around 20 million somewhere around there? I forget, but I think he does definitely have the highest kill tally. Okay. And I will, I don't really know a whole lot about Mussolini, so maybe I'll marry him. He gets hung at the end of his, like, you know, when they take Italy and his wife too. So, you know, if you're married to him, you might be hung too. Okay. I'll, I'll kiss Mussolini and I guess I'm marrying Hitler. You might die in that bunker. Nah, I think I'll just chill in the Alps and then when the, when the you, allies come, I'll be like, he's over there. Go get him. <laughs> you go do that war thing you do. You, I support you, sweetie. I'm going to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can be aloof and like just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? He told me to come here for the last seven years. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm just sitting here with my Solar power TV <laughs> three seasons of the of happy endings and, and seven seasons of fantastic show. Good job, America. Yeah. See, I got a cover. I got a I got a cover for that. What about you, Brett? To go go through my whole rational thinking. You can't kiss Hitler because he will be he will slap a, a label on you and then you will be off to the you know. Oh yeah, he'll be going to the concentration camp. Yes. And that little mustache that he has. It tickles. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, no, you, you can't you can't kiss Hitler. It, it, it has to be you have to kill Hitler. So he's gone. Then I think because you know what? He's Italian. I think he'd be OK with it. I think I would kiss Mussolini. And then I would I'd, I'd be marrying myself uh, some Stalin. <laughs> Why Stalin? I, I feel as though my life expectancy would be a lot longer. Okay. I concur. I probably, yes. If you wanted to live the longest, it, the probability is better with him. Yeah. Cause he lives throughout the entire war. I don't know when he dies. Unless... That. And I, after I kiss Mussolini, if there's any like thing or whatever, I would just be turned to Stalin and be like, he scares me. And then suddenly Mussolini's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, back to you. Okay. Random question. Did you guys ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he put on a dress and played a girl bunny? <laughs> no, but I and I've I've watched neither Space Jams because first off, I can't watch the original one because Michael Jordan hurt my feelings when I was a kid. So I can't watch that one. And I choose not to watch the new one because I just because LeBron's the worst. I, I don't okay. I don't <laughs> like LeBron. I don't. Let's just clarify. Michael Jordan didn't hurt your feelings personally. <laughs> Yes, like, he did. He like after he <laughs> yeah. won, he pointed straight to section YY and said, I hope you enjoy this sucker because I did it for you. I, I, 98 I, and 99, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Against and, Utah Jazz. And also in his TV interviews, he was like, Taylor Beams is out there. Tell him to suck it for me. I was like, whoa, I'm eight years old. Like, come on, dude. So, yeah. So our feelings were hurt, but yes. I still like. So the I, first I, I, I can't, I can't get down the, on the first base jam, but I, but no, Bugs Bunny, it, it made up like a woman, not attractive. So yes. <laughs> I, oh, I so mean, you're you're affirming that yes, you found Bugs. Bugs I mean, Bunny if you attractive. do it on a scale of one to ten of like not attractive, ten is a hundred percent like I am attracted to him as a woman. I'd say it's like a two or three. Like yeah, you know. Some, okay. some appeal. Brett, you're up. What would you have done? In the movie The Untouchables, the accountant that kind of helps take down Al Capone is being escorted by a police officer into an elevator. And the instant you know he is being escorted safely, you understand that it is not safely. You're there. It is the 1930s. You know Al Capone has men everywhere. What would you have done? Like as I'm walking down the hall? Yeah. Uh, we need the buddy system. By that, I mean we need like a lot of people here so everybody can watch everybody. So let's just stay here where the most eyes are on us. I'm not going to go to an elevator where I'm secluded to maybe one or two people with addition to me and the accountant. Have you seen this movie, Taylor? So I haven't, but this is what's going to happen. Yeah, so I get on the elevator and I'm going to be like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen right here, but Al, give me some money and I'm going to just walk off this elevator because I know you have been everywhere, so I don't want to die. So you're just be turning to like another cop that you suppose may be on Al's payroll? Yeah, so then I'll just take the money and then maybe I'll go back to the police and be like, hey, he just paid me off in the elevator. I was... I was not <laughs> feeling safe. It was, it was not, a, not a safe space for me. I needed and I an just adult. needed out there. And here's the money. And I'm going to go home now. 
I'm assuming that the accountant dies in the elevator. Yes. Yes. It, okay. Good. It, it, it it's is a bloodbath. It is sad. It like, at least for me, the accountant is kind of obnoxious from time to time. You kind of like him, but when he dies, it is like one of those like, I mean, I didn't like him, but he didn't. Have died. He, he didn't deserve that. Spin the wheel for me. The last one. Lick off. Yes. For those playing at home, Brett and Taylor will choose a price and they have to kind of outbid each other down of what the least amount of money they'll take to lick this item. And I am going to the floor of a McDonald's. Why McDonald's? I don't yes. know, but all my life I've looked at that back when they had the, like brownish yeah. tile. Uh-huh. For some reason to me, that was always disgusting. That was disgusting, but I think the, t- the tile that was even more disgusting was behind the counter. Oh yeah, I agree. This is just anywhere in their facility, like inside the restaurant. That's it. I don't care. As long as it's within the restaurant, you can find a corner if you really want to like the corner, but I can't guarantee that's going to be even any better. I feel like everywhere in McDonald's is just sticky. Hmm. Mm, I'm going to start and if off you want to 500 bucks. Wow. 500 bucks. I think I can find someplace that it, and it's got to be the ground. It's got to be the ground. Okay, I think I can find a place that isn't sticky. I'll go 500 bucks. All right. I think I could do half that, so 250. I'll go 240. Now, remember, one day you may actually do this if we get funded for it. I know. Uh, 200. I I I could I could do this for 200 one day on a Patreon. Do I want to go lower than this? I'm trying to think of what I can buy for less than $200 that would make it worth it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe mm. bullish not. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the new outbreak for McDonald's. <laughs> the Mick. <laughs> the Mick virus. Mick virus. Oh my gosh, we have a McDemic on our hands. <laughs> ah! Oh, we have Everyone's a turning Mc... into their... <laughs> the Hamburglar. <laughs> Hamburglar. We have a Mick virus. Oh, we have a Gamma oh, and Delta variant. McDonald's. Not a sponsor. You said 200, right? Yes, I said 200. 200, Yeah. I'll go 175. And I think that's the lowest I'm going to go. You can lick that McDonald's floor. Yeah, you win. Why'd I? I should have gone a little bit higher. I have a feeling that I'm going to win all of these because I feel like (laughs) I just want the money. So basically, should we just rename this? What is Taylor going to lick in the future? (laughs) Possibly, but you can use that to your advantage. Okay. Yeah, I guess I, I need to start thinking about a better strategy on the wicket. All right. Now we're moving on to... Who dis? This is a Harry Potter-themed who dis. Yes. So, I'm going to present you with a couple of movies. And starring as one of the main, the main three stars of the Steven movie Seagal. could Steven be... Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> Rupert Grint, who played... Ron, Tom Felton, who played Malfoy, and then obviously Daniel Radcliffe, who played Harry Potter. So, oh yeah, I'm just gonna be using their character names. Yeah, I I, I agree. <laughs> Harry Potter must go back to school. <laughs> All right, 2010 brought us a movie entitled Wild Targets. It is the synopsis is a hitman tries to retire, but a beautiful thief may change his plans. Starring, not the science guy, Bill Nye, (laughs) Emily Blunt, and either Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, Tom Felton, Malfoy, or Rupert Grint, 
which character Ron. does this guy play? Is he the the hitman? Assistant. Oh, he's an assistant. Bill Nye is the hitman. Okay. Bill Nye. I like Bill oh. Nye a lot. I vaguely, vaguely remember this movie. I'm gonna have to say. I'm. I mean, I'm thinking Draco because it's Draco and he's evil. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's he's typecast. I feel like. But Bill Nye, who would go pair well with him? I'm. I'm gonna say Rupert. I could see Ron doing it too. I, I don't, don't think it's Daniel Radcliffe. I don't know why. I just, I have. I mean, but I could it. see the producers be like, "Let's get Harry Potter in here with Bill Nye." Like, I could just see that. But yeah, um, I'm going Rupert. Would it uh, help any further if I told you that it was a comedy? Yes, that would help tremendously. It, I, I think that rules out Harry Potter, hundred uh, percent. I gotta go. I don't want to be a copycat and get on your back. But I think Ron's the only one that I can think of. I can't see Draco being in a comedy. All right. Rupert Grint co-starred in Wild Ooh. Target. So you got there first, but I got there along with yeah, you. Yeah, you piggybacked me. <laughs> All right. 2020. Not only did it bring us a year of lockdowns, but it also brought us this uh, family-friendly movie called A Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. It, the synopsis is a babysitter embarks on a mission to save a child who's been abducted by monsters. This stars not anybody I've ever heard of before. And also either Rupert Grint, Tom Felton, or Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. I think I know this one, so Jeremy, I'm going to let you. I'm going with Rupert again. Okay. Because I can't see Draco in a comedy. And I can't see Daniel Radcliffe doing this. Final answer? Final answer, Rupert. Okay, I think I'm going Daniel Radcliffe. Starring Tamara Smart, also starring Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy. Oh Oh my gosh, I just got to see the trailer for this now. Man, I thought for sure I knew that one. This one, I recently watched last Saturday on Amazon Prime, not a sponsor, Guns Akimbo. This is a comedy, an action comedy. The synopsis is a guy realizes... Relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex girlfriend from kidnappers. Throughout, he has guns drilled into his hands in a kind of what's that one show with the, the Franco kid where they're they're filming every single thing live? Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's uh, it's it's like not fear. It's not. But it's like adrenaline kind of ish. Yeah, so, I know what you're talking about. So no, it, no it, it, it has the same feel to that where it is kind of a social media type of a thing where people it's it's like take social media and um what is that movie with arnold schwarzenegger running man take both of those and put them together in kind of a comedy type of a thing jeremy's cheating no No, i'm looking up who the you're cheating the movie is cheater that one and cheater (laughs) okay so guns is hands pew 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 yes so he has guns literally drilled into his hands he cannot get rid of them it is an action comedy and you said he pulls out like his gladiator skills it's called well, nerve uh, well okay nerve so uh, according to the synopsis it says he relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills which is basically so basically just to give you the fyi he is been forced into this social media running man type of a thing in real life it is not it's one of those things that is kind of done below the radar of the police that, you know, police have, it's not like an evil society like running man is, but people don't turn people in because 
people like, you know, you bet on who it because basically it is a fight to the death. Two people are versus one in another. One of them has to kill the other one. Um, is this a thriller? It is a actually it's it's a action comedy. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go Rupert. I'm, I'm going, going Daniel. Ron. I'm going Ron Daniel Weasley. Radcliffe because he seems like he'd do this bizarre nonsense. Yeah, probably. So wait, what did you say? I said Rupert, Rupert. Ron Weasley. Okay, and you? I say Harry Potter. All right, starring in the key role as Miles, Daniel Radcliffe. Ugh. Woo! I knew ooh, I should have went the ooh. other ones, and I should have gone that way too. You were afraid of piggybacking? See, that's what that will get you. All right. So technically... <laughs> no, technically this. This yeah, isn't one to one. It's two it's to one. one. It's one, one. Next, based on a true life story of a young Marine corporal whose unique discipline and bond with her military combat dog saved many lives during their deployment in Iraq. But co-starring as the sergeant in this movie is either Rupert Grint, Tom Felton, Daniel Radcliffe. This is a hard one. So is it... This is an American military, right? Yes. And it's a war movie, as uh-huh. you would give the genre? Yep. I'm going to go Draco Malfoy. Any reason why? Because if you copy me again, <laughs> I'm going to win. I, I mean, I was thinking Draco, but I let me think this think, out. I was thinking Draco <laughs> Malfoy. Um, I'm sure you were, because I put it in your brain. You know what? I'm going with uh, Ron. Hey. Tom Felton. Oh. <sighs> Is the suck it? All right, and then the last one. This is the tiebreaker. <laughs> Tied two two. It's okay. two one, buddy. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What What do we got here? Okay. In two thousand twelve. Mm. Good year. Yeah. <laughs> so this it's supposed is, to be the end of the world. Remember? Yeah. I watched that movie. This is called Into the White. The setting is Norway, World War II. A group of British and German soldiers find themselves stranded in the wilderness after an aircraft battle. Finding shelter in the same cabin, they realize the only way to survive the winter is to place the rules of war aside. Oh, for a second I thought you were going to say the only way to survive the winter is the spoon. <laughs> I, I'm going to hurry and get in. I, I think this is Ron. Oh. I 100% think it's Ron. You do you think you've seen this before? No, I've never seen it before, but I 100% think it's wrong. Like, I just, Daniel gonna, Radcliffe. No, it's not Daniel Radcliffe. I'm going to go D Rad. I just feel like he would be a, yeah, I'm going to go Daniel Radcliffe. I just don't see him as a military person. Taking the lead, Rupert Grint into the oh, wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Three to two. No, it's two, two. <laughs> okay, not just kidding. Did you, did you toot, toot? All right, what what draft are we doing? Is it draft time? Drafty draft? It's fisticuffs. So where where are we fighting? We're going to fight in a geography classroom with nothing, no tables, no nothing. Just just paintings on the wall of the world. That's where they feel comfortable, these nerds. That's who we're going to be drafting and fighting. So you're saying all nerds are obsessed with no geography? <laughs> wow, wait up. Put everyone into a okay. stereotype. Do you have a better location for this wagon. cage match? No, no. We're going with the geology <laughs> lab. There's no rocks. Or did I say geology? I meant geography if I said geology. Yeah, you, you said you said maps, geog- so yeah, I just said geography. I just wanted to throw you off there. Just start with G. Okay. All right. 
And so Taylor started off this day today with their quote. So you are going to start us off with this draft. Oh, yes. We're going four rounds. Okay. So I'm probably not as prepared as you guys. Perfect. You got first, first picks. I'm going to try and get away with this one first. I don't think I will. Oh, yes. And let me just mention the caveats of the listeners. So we can't pick anybody that has like superpowers or it's essentially a nerd with um, that is socially awkward. Okay. So here, here's my question on the superpowers. Is it like, how do they get their superpowers? I, I like this question because this could. Oh, crap. Hinge. You guys are going all after the same guy I'm going after? Probably. So if if it technically isn't a superpower, but it was instilled into one's brain. That's exactly who I'm wanting to pick, too. Okay, well, in that case, I'm taking Chuck Bartowski. Oh, you're the worst. If that's wow. okay. No, that was not who I was going for. Oh, really? No. What do you think? Because that's what I was wondering. I was going to put it out to the because, audience. Because, yeah, he puts on the glasses. It's technology. And then a database is just basically instilled into his brain. This is what I have to say about this. When he walks into that geography room, the intersect is gone. But whatever he has gained from his travels is with him. Yeah, I'm still going to take Chuck Bartowski. Okay. All right. Darn it. That's who I wanted. Yes. Now it's you, Brad. Okay. So mine, and this kind of goes along with the whole Chuck Bartowski type of thing. I don't think they're superpowers. I just think he's just a super individual that happens to um, have moments. Scott. Pilgrim. Oh, I thought about him, but like, does he have powers like per se? Like, I, I mean, can, I know he like, can punch you and turn you into a pile of coins. <laughs> but you're in his world. Like, what if you're coming to a neutral world? Is that his ability or is that his world? I don't know. I don't know because nobody else can do it. Well, I'm I'm thinking if Chuck Bartowski doesn't have the intersect, but from his travels, I think the same thing applies. Yeah, I mean, it's going to come up to the people who to take the polls anyway. All right. So I'm going to go with Columbus from Zombieland. Oh, Columbus. Yeah, Columbus. Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, uh, okay. What's the reasoning behind that? I mean, he's he's got all his, you know, his... That's what, true. He's got, like, uh, what are they called? His rules. His rules. Yes, okay. rules to live by. He's got that. He's already, you know, been conditioned by his life in, in Zombieland. Um... I think he's a nerd. I think it's just, this is nope. th this the movie states more or less he's an outcast it. at the very beginning. He may not be an outcast by the end of the movie. No, don't go worry. But I'm going with Marty McFly. Oh, good. Oh, good. I mean, granted, with this like whole nerd thing or whatever, like th th that the synopsis that you were doing like could basically be any of the nerd characters that we're it's, picking. So I, I was I was getting nervous because in my selection. All right. I am choosing Bill from It. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was this okay. flat-out outcast. He's funny, though. Yeah. So I'm going to take a very socially awkward person. Leonard? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to take the asthmatic. Or not Leonard. Sheldon is the one. That's no, I'm not taking Sheldon either. But this person hails from an intergalactic well, yeah, I guess he's in it. I'm taking Spock. Oh, I was thought about oh, Spock. That's a good one. That I is thought about Spock, but I was one. like, I don't yeah, remember how good he is in combat. Death grip, and you're dead. Oh, that's true. He does do. Is it a death grip, or is it a? Is he put you to sleep? No, it's a put you to sleep. It's not a death grip. 
But he is probably strong enough to yeah. kill you. So I'm going to take Spock. And then Chloe O'Brien from 24. Ooh. Chloe O'Brien from 24. Which one is she? She is the uh, tech person that uh, helps Jack out basically on a pinch. Oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, the super u- uber nerdy girl. I remember. I, remember. I don't know why, but she's feisty. And I know that her tech of being in a geography room won't be like a whole but I just think that she's feisty enough that she'd intimidate and she's a girl so a lot of the nerds would be like oh my gosh it's a girl <laughs> so yeah I'll take her alright who's All your right. number three so you number have Scott Pilgrim three. and Bill okay this is for comedic value but also for I mean this person has killed a, a man <laughs> Brick Tanlon from Anchorman. Oh. <laughs> With a trident. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I killed a man. I know. I saw. <laughs> I didn't even mean to talk to you about that. You, you might need, want to lie low for a you while. You need to lie low. Didn't he have a grenade at one point too? Yes. <laughs> He's like running at him with a grenade. <laughs> okay. I, I like that pick. Yep. I like that pick. All right, back to me. I finished. Oh, I hope this last one comes back to me. Okay, just want to throw this out there. Are can you guys haven't done it yet? Are cartoon characters acceptable? No, because they can be squished, hit, and all that stuff, and still survive. I'm gonna take Spangler. Ooh, Ghostbusters. I like that. And because what what I know he's capable of, I am going to take also. To end my... Don't, don't take my... Don't oh, you're not... It, there's no way. There's no Ooh. way you have him. Actually, before I decide, because I, I just saw one name that I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Would you accept Dexter? I mean, he's a science guy. He is an he outcast. Is an outcast. He is, I think... So. But sure. But you know what? He's going to have to... The, the, he's going to have to try to kill one of the people in this room and by his moral compass. So I guess the only one that he could kill would be Brick. <laughs> well, wait, he's going to wait until you, he, somebody kills somebody. Then he's going to kill that person. Mm. So he's just going to wait until somebody does something. So yeah, I'm taking Spangler and Dexter. Okay. All right, you're up, Brett. All right. So this is a very off the wall, even more off the wall than Brick. This is Brandon. From Galaxy Quest, Justin Long, the biggest nerd ever, <laughs> who knows so much nerdery things that he could probably find a map and possibly use it as a very powerful weapon. I don't know. I don't know about that pick. Okay. Okay. So it comes back to me. It comes down to two. You can name both of them. We yeah, can't pick I know, them. I know. So I was thinking, uh, not Leonard Hofstetter, um, uh, Howard Wallowitz, because he's an engineer. But I'm trying to think of any other ones like honorable mentions here. Like a, most of the Big Bang Theory, they have the knowledge, but we, we know that they're not good fighters at all. Yeah, I'm just going to finish it off with Dwight Schrute. He's a black belt. I did not know about that about him. So, yeah, I'm going to take Dwight Schrute, finish it off. And yeah, I think that is. So my honorable mentions, I wanted, I was so close to picking Milton from Office Space mm. because, you know, he burns yeah. down the place. Uh-huh. That's true. I don't know what if Mike who, Ross from Suits would have been any good to my team. Who who was your cartoon characters? 
I, I was thinking of comic book guy or what is the what is the professor's name on Simpsons? Oh, Professor Frank. Uh, Professor Frank. Yep. And then I thought it would be funny, and I thought somebody might pick this one, but Kenneth Parcell from Thirty Rock. I he was on my list, but he just didn't. Just didn't do it for you. Yeah. By the way, I I think Spock and Chuck Bartowski alone. Yes. Is going to. They are pretty darn good combo. I was so sad when you picked Chuck. And recommendaciones. Taylor, you start us off here. What do you recommend us? I recommend if you don't have HBO Max, get it. Yes. Because I don't have it. There's a lot <laughs> of DC stuff that's related on there that is actually really great stuff. I know you hear DC. You're like, oh my gosh, other stuff. Like, I'm pro AC. But like the Snyder Cut, amazing. Yes. Suicide Squad amazing yes and then there's also the harley quinn show which is amazing which is amazing but yeah yeah so pick up all that that extra dc stuff love and you can see that warner brothers is finally doing something yes. they're, they're only really good at making shows i mean i guess with the exception that i haven't seen um what would you guys oh you guys both watch suicide squad uh-huh. and the yeah. snyder cut uh-huh. which i the have snyder not- the Justice League is a completely new movie. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I walked out of the Justice League going, man, DC did it again. Yeah, no one liked the Joss Whedon Snyder Cut, but yep, I'm going Snyder Cut. Suicide Squad was great. I liked it a lot. So so I'm going to kind of mirror something that you know, not only you said, but I've said before, but I'm. It, it's a twofold. It's the Suicide Squad movie because Polka Dot Man is... The best character, I, I I've I have not laughed that hard in multiple moments of a movie, and <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> Poke it up, man! Is so great. I loved it. And then at the same time, you have I just barely watched last night the first three episodes of Titans series three. First series I enjoyed. Second series, it was kind of a roller coaster of what the heck's going on, but I kind I did enjoy it to some extent. The third season is wow. It I mean, Titans, some people don't like it because they're just like, oh, Dick Grayson's supposed to be like a really the, the chipper version of the Batman Robin duo, and he is the angrier one in this universe. That's just the way it rolls. And it works. And then also you have in series three, not to spoil it with, with you, but you have the Red Hood storyline that is going on. And you have a death in the third episode for, of a character who I hated. I hate this character in it, series one and series two. And when they made him die, I felt sad. It was great. <laughs> All right. Well, now I feel like I have to tilt just to combat you guys here because I already had a, a Marvel thing on my list because I'm getting further into Loki and I, so I highly recommend it. I know Taylor, you've seen it. Yeah. It's great. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Where I ended, I don't want to give it away where I am at this point, but it, I mean, it's just really taking off. I never thought it was going to go this direction at all. And then for those, and I just wanted to do an extra plug because I just typed it up. Apparently, last month, they announced that Disney is reportedly working on Daredevil 4, season 4. I heard that. I heard that they're, yes. at least possibly with the uh, the 
the not the Spider-Verse movie, but the Far From Home or whatever, I've heard that they were trying to get the guy who played Charlie Cox in that movie. What which guy's that? The guy Dare, who plays Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Which is if Disney, if you're listening to this podcast. Which I doubt you are. <laughs> you have to make that happen. He was amazing as Daredevil. He was. And also... And John Bernthal is the Punisher. Everyone else you oh, can yes. cast. Yes, completely scrap it and start over. Whatever. But I also think my second favorite bad guy of all time is... Um, what's his name? Big oh, guy. Kingpin. Kingpin, yep. He's number, he's number two, the Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker. My book. And there you have it. See you next week. Bye.